Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the 20th episode of Interlude Army. Today we'll be talking about a mysterious blog that is connected to BTS's storyline, BTS's new iTunes record, and more. We also interviewed members from the fanbase Bangtan Brazil. Let's get it. Welcome to Interlude Army. I'm Roseanne. And I'm Jose. It's giveaway announcement time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be announcing the two winners for TXT's Eternity album. So the first winner is... We should have like a song for this, Jose. (laughs) I was like, is that supposed to be a drum? I don't think so. I think that sounds like another song. (laughs) We need to make a song for this. Okay, I'm sorry. The first winner is Galley 2008. Yay! Yay. And the second winner is. That is the Pink Panther. Now I know what you were saying. Was that your your no. little jingle that you were also I singing? was just making up stuff, but when you went with it, I was like, that's Pink Panther. <laughs> Oh, that okay, okay. Mess. Focus, focus, focus. Ugh. Okay. Right. <laughs> the second winner is Sia Fega Razali. I am so sorry if I mispronounced your name, but I believe it's Sia Fega Razali. Yay. Yay! Congratulations to our winners. For the winners, please email us at interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com with the item you won in the subject line. So, for example, since this is the same album for both of you, make sure to put TXT Eternity Album Winner. Yes, thank you so much for participating in this giveaway. And we're making our way to the big prize. So once we hit Mm -hmm. 5,000 followers on the Himalaya app, we'll be giving away all of BTS's albums. So help us spread the word by sharing and telling your friends about us. Now for this week's ARMY term... Madhavi will be explaining what the Hyung line and Magne line mean. Hello, I will talk about Hyung line and Magne line. In Korean, Hyung means a big brother and Magne means younger brother. But you can only call Hyung to your big brother if you are a boy. If you are a girl, 
you should call oppa and for younger brother you can call them only by their names don't need to call them mackin in bts as we all know jin shuga jhope and aryam are the young line and jimin we jungko called as mackinile thank you borahe Marhavi, thank you so much for explaining these terms to us. We can't wait to hear the other army terms our premium members will explain next. Yes. Yeah, so, how are you? I was gonna say, how are you this week? How are you doing, Jose? Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think both questions are fine. How are you this week? How are you doing? It makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, I'm blanking out today, Jose. <laughs> Lord. No, it's all good. Um, I'm doing good. I'm just been busy with school Ooh. and uh, uh, watching movies. Like the semester is shorter than like spring and fall, which are like the main semesters, you know, of the mm. of the school year. Mm-hmm. Um, so because it is shorter than the spring and the fall, we have less time to cover the same amount of work that you would be able to cover in a regular semester oh. so i'm we're just having a lot of like homework like but not like creating stuff it's actually like uh our professors like watch this movie and make sure to read this article or this chapter from this book and stuff like that oh. so that way we come prepared to discuss it in class Makes so that's sense. what i've been busy with um i haven't really updated my channel that much on YouTube, I have to get back on that. I'm thinking about doing a gameplay video, actually, uh, because they do have the Uno BTS Uno. Um, right. They they released the app, so I'm gonna see if uh, if I can work that into my channel some in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've I've been good. Family's good. Um, this is my birthday month, Roseanne. <gasps> I don't know if you know that. Oh, so snap. yeah, it's Got pretty like. <laughs> yeah, July 26th. That is oh. my birthday. And um, the only reason I remember it is because it's also my dad's birthday. We share the That's same right. birthday. Oh. Yeah. And so I always am excited to celebrate him, not so much my birthday. <laughs> but um, I'm already, I already got his gift and everything. But what's cute is like my boyfriend has been giving me like gifts randomly. And I'm like, oh my God, you don't have yeah. to. But he's like, I want to. And I'm like, oh. That's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Roseanne? How are you? I've been good. For some reason, this week just hasn't been, I don't know, not as active. Just chilling at home, you know, um, spending time with my boyfriend, my dog, and my plants. (laughs) That's like, (laughs) I'm a plant. So far, no plants have died since my last one that I complained about. That deserves an applause, Roseanne, because I feel like every episode you were saying them. (laughs) you were struggling i was stressed i was struggling i'm like this died but um yeah i'm I'm making it through Uh, i've been watching dramas um a lot of dramas so so me and jose i guess we're just watching a lot of uh stuff but yours is more for research mine's just to keep me company (laughs) true 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 (laughs) but Uh, it's entertaining too it's not like oh you know i'm with a notebook and writing everything down i'm also enjoying the movie so that's really cool <laughs> we're on the same level <laughs> yeah but the odd thing that i noticed this week was i don't think bts has streamed on v live or youtube which is not at like... all this is the first week in a while that there have there haven't been any streams yeah which is kind of scary low-key i didn't want to mention that like i, I don't know they if they're quiet. waiting yeah whenever mm-hmm. they're quiet 
was it quiet before the storm something like that i don't know <laughs> yes that is the saying the quiet before the storm there you go oh no wait it's the calm before the oh <laughs> Oh my but okay. it's, uh, tomato tomato is the yeah, same y'all know thing. what we mean <laughs> so but i think the only thing other than like them dropping cute pictures and also as a like as we're talking right now jungkook just dropped a photo on weavers literally moments ago literally yeah. moments before recording this episode the rare pokemon decided to say hello so y'all know it's it's going down I don't even know what that means, Roseanne. What? The- why, why do I say things that I don't even like? <laughs> the stuff we like. Say. I literally just said it's going down, and you're. If you were to ask me, what does that mean, Jose? Can you explain for our listeners? I'd be like, I actually don't know. So <laughs> that just means Jose is excited, you guys. That's what it yes. means. <laughs> yes. But I think uh, a couple days ago, Taehyung posted. A snippet <gasps> yes. on Twitter, and it kind of everything mm-hmm. just blew up, and I saw all these articles about it. So like Ooh, the timeline went crazy. Yeah, it went crazy, but for a good reason because it's mm-hmm. like the caption itself. He did caption it saying "spoiler," mm-hmm. so you only name a spoiler for something that's going to be released in the future. So right. it's only left us to a well, no. A lot of people have assumed that, myself included, I, I, maybe 90% of like my opinion is that it's going to be for his mixtape. Yeah. And there's a 10% that maybe it's a song that he submitted for the new BTS album. Because, you know, they are also working, working. on True. songs to submit for the new album for BTS. So he didn't really specifically say, oh, this is going to be for my mixtape. Mm-hmm. But I, I think we're all putting like the puzzle pieces together you know right yeah because we know that he's been in the studio working mm-hmm. on his music and we're just you know putting two and two together which is mm-hmm. his mixtape but it was like a 38 second black and white video you know how he likes his black and white filters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's all like throwing finger hearts at us and writing out the word the letters army so yeah. what did you think though of the audio clip well, it's interesting to point out that it's all in English. Um, yes. At first, when I heard it, uh, I mean, I, I'm going to like whatever they release. So <laughs> even if it's not a, a full, like, uh, complete song, I'm going to like it. And I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an exception. But when I first listened to it, it's always like, wait, was that English? Like, I always, you know, when I hear some bit of English, okay, the last part, I kind of understood it. And mm-hmm. then I started listening to it over and over again. I was like, okay, I think he said this. I think he's saying... And then I realized that even though you can't really specifically, like, 100% for sure say that he said this at the beginning, it's uh-huh. all in English. So right. it is interesting to point out that and also, you know, theorize if maybe he's going to do more songs that way or maybe this is just the part of a song that's True. in English and the rest is going to be Korean and then switch out switch in and out you know how they normally do as well um but i mean i i liked it what what did you think mm-hmm. i mean it, it gave me another vibe for him as well for taking 
true like like you've pointed out in our previous episode that he leans a little bit more towards like using english lyrics which is amazing because we know that english is not his first language and he's also learning english so it's very mm-hmm. brave of him to kind of like step out of his comfort Definitely, zone yeah. but the music itself low-key um ever since he did that video where he was like singing random words in english while a person beside him was playing the guitar yeah uh mm-hmm. that person is actually neve that's the artist's mm-hmm. name i've been listening to his music and i love it and when i heard this spoiler low-key mm-hmm. i'm just throwing out a theory out there because i don't even know um it felt like this song maybe neve helped with this or he was inspired but we also know that this mm-hmm. is um Hyung's like uh this is what he prefers when he makes music you know what i mean so gotcha. him and me like were can uh i felt like had a lot in common as far as like mm-hmm. genres so i can't wait to listen to the full track when it's out definitely and um if you don't mind rosanne i'd like to read what i thought he oh, yes i have my tweet up i was just looking I'm for ready. it right now I'm um ready. now again army this or our listeners this is not a hundred percent confirmed this is what i heard when i listened to the clip the lyrics i hear are wise words given to me from the heart of the loveless Mm. i play the games here's the puzzle still i'm missing pieces and i act like my life is just perfect but behind this my life really hurts me i'm trying to save my love saving myself with an umbrella. Uh-huh. Now that umbrella, come on now. I don't know. I mean, I know this is for if it's for his mixtape, it might not have any connection to like BTS's storyline, but like you know how the umbrella comes out so much in the Bangtan universe as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's wow. interesting. It could be just a little reference, maybe, but True. but just the lyrics themselves, that that's mm-hmm. deep. You know? Yeah, the lyrics already, just the small snippet shows like how deep it is. So, oh, it's going to be that type of song. We already know that. <laughs> yeah, and what's also what happened that same day that he posted it, he ended up deleting it. Yeah. Like hours after posting it, he deleted it. And I guess we should have known because in the caption, he did state that, that he mm-hmm. might delete it the next um, day if he changes like his mind. <laughs> um, but I don't know why... I. I mean, personally, I didn't think he was going to, but he did. Like, he just ended up deleting the tweet. So, if that means anything, I mean, that's probably more confirmation that it is for something that he'll release in the future, you know? I, you know how Tay has brought that reputation where he, he, like, purposely posts things and then, like, oh. deletes it? That's his, like, little game with us. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, this week, Jose, mm-hmm. um, BTS and armies are always breaking records. But this week yeah. was... A historic record, I believe. One of the most, I feel like, will be mo- one of the most memorable records. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. all the records are memorable. But anyways, we... <laughs> we know what you mean, Rosanne. We know what you mean. <laughs> BTS got number one in 104 countries on iTunes with their Black Swan song. This record was previously set by Adele, and her song that she sang was Hello, and like everyone knows that song. But this was Mm. back in 2015, so it's been like almost five years since this record. Yeah, it's been five years, Uh uh-huh. That is crazy. Yeah, her record was 102 countries Mm -hmm. on iTunes uh, with number one, and 
uh, Black Swan, like it it broke it with a 103, but then the same day that it broke the record, it extended it with 104. Right. <laughs> with Black Swan. And that's amazing to think of it like seven is such an important number for BTS. This happened on the seventh month right? of the year, on their seventh year together with a song that was on Map of the Soul 7. Look at that. And also, Black Swan is track number 7. Wow. This is just, you know, the universe revolves around. That's like hitting the jackpot. (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah, (laughs) All 7s, jackpot. That is great. (laughs) And the fact that this song is not even, like, new. It literally dropped around the end of January. And the fact that this song became number 1, 5, months later so we have we have to say great job armies worldwide because that's amazing like people and i've seen a couple here and there that they're gonna try and downplay this Mm -hmm. but there's no way they can this is huge this is a fact now like this is not something that armies are making up this is like fact like like factual this is being reported i think i saw a forbes article already about it so this is like a record you know, BTS have it. Um, and, uh, and then we were talking about Taehyung before this, and it's, it's to tie it in with Taehyung, Taehyung is getting there. Like, uh, he, with his Sweet Night uh, OST mm-hmm. song, yeah. he already tied Adele as well, I believe, with the, as, as far as the solo mm-hmm. record goes. And if he breaks it as well with Sweet Night, that would mean that ARMY, BTS, Taehyung, we can all say that BTS has the group record and Taehyung has the solo record. That's insane. Oof, girl. Like, our ARMY egos just, you know, they just keep getting bigger. But it's because, you know, they're unstoppable. <laughs> That's like teamwork makes the dream work. You know, it's all ARMYs Definitely. working together to make mm-hmm. this happen. And I'm very thankful that our family is so strong. <laughs> yeah, and and like we said, like and BTS haven't been that active, uh-huh. so it's also like because uh, I've seen this joke, you know, being thrown around on Twitter that like armies are just bored, <laughs> so when we're <laughs> left by ourselves, like without no BTS updates, nothing, we're kind of like, okay, let's we woke up and like let's break some records. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so hilarious, and that's so true. <laughs> yeah, because literally nobody. From Big Kid or BTS are telling us, like, yo, we have this record that we're almost going to beat. Or, and literally, it's just, you know, we're, we're about to break a record. Let's keep going. And it's right. like, we broke it. And it's like, yeah, it's just don't leave ARMY uh, unsupervised. Like, <laughs> like we'd be forming our own uh, projects and stuff. Oh, gosh. That's amazing. But it's cool, though. It's honestly something that, like I said, can't be taken away. Like, this mm-hmm. is something that we all came together for. And, you know, thank you, ARMY Worldwide, like, literally. Like we mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's kind of, it's been weird. They've been silent. And usually mm-hmm. when they're silent, uh, we had to stay on our toes because they could drop something any minute now. Yes. We're, this is not confirmed or anything, though. Um, people mm-hmm. have been sharing it on Twitter, like a screenshot of a profile named Carl Killing I on think he, I think he's a singer. He's a singer. Yeah, so he's like an Estonian singer. And he was also a former mm-hmm. member of a boy band named Beyond Beyond. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm, which is pretty interesting. But he posted a, an Instagram story with a text written on it saying, writing for BTS.BigHitOfficial, which is, you know, 
BTS's Instagram account. Mm-hmm, so we're mm-hmm. not sure if the music that we're hearing in this that's being shown in the video is something that is being worked on for the current album or if it, they're just like submitting it to, you know, see if Big Hit will take the, the music and work on it. What do you think, Jose? Because there's a lot of like theories that's... going around. You just made me think, actually, Roseanne, because I that I did not even think about that. That like, yeah, the the caption says writing for BTS Big Hit Official. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it as in like this is gonna be a song that maybe Big Hit requested or BTS oh. requested, and they're helping out or, or being co writers. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But you opened my eyes that like this could just be something that they are submitting because a lot of songwriters do that. Uh-huh. Or producers, whatever the case may be, they submit songs and see if maybe the label wants to work with them or not. So yes. it could also be that. It doesn't necessarily have to be that, oh, this is a song that BTS will record, you know? Mm-hmm. We just don't know. Now, as far as, like, the audio goes, we like Roseanne said, we don't know if that... Because there is audio, guys, in mm-hmm. this video clip. And you can search it for it on twitter um the only thing is that we don't know if that is the actual music for the song if the lyrics on the screen are gonna be because there's this on the corner of the video clip you can see a macbook and there are lyrics on the screen i even tried to like zoom in and see what i could read about that yeah i was like um what did the the only night we weren't right or something like um (laughs) But what's important to point out, and that Army was quick to point out as well, is that he deleted this. Yeah. So I think he got a lot of traffic. Maybe he didn't expect the amount yeah, of true. clicks. Tra- but I don't see that also being like, I think you you know, if you're going to tag BTS, the Army's going to come and see what's going on. So mm. I don't know if he maybe didn't think this through right or he did and he still did it purposely but Uh it could also be something where he's like i'm just gonna throw this in a little nugget for army and see Ah, if they catch it everybody caught it and he's like oops (laughs) i shouldn't have done that (laughs) delete you know what i'm saying like delete but army you know we have it so we have something (laughs) that we can look back on if maybe it does come out in the future yes we could look back at this video and be like okay so they were you know so Mm -hmm. i guess we shall see we won't know until they do release the album so it's, it's exciting exciting now the smeraldo blog is back online and you're probably like what is the smeraldo blog like what is that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, yeah. So we do have a lot of new armies that were probably not around at the time that this was created. But this Smeraldo blog mysteriously appeared before BTS's Love Yourself Her comeback. Mm-hmm. So this was a while back. I think 2017 to be exact. So this mysterious blog provided mm-hmm. like background story related to a fictional flower called Smeralda flower. It connects to their whole Bangtan universe so their storyline yeah so their first story introduced a florist called testesso mm-hmm. um and that is italian for yourself yes. and this florist opened up a blog to write about the smile flower like roseanne said and also playing cards Uh, They mentioned opening up a flower shop that specializes in the flower Smeraldo. 
The second story that talks about this is also about the florist plans of opening up his Smeraldo shop in Korea uh-huh. in September of 2017, which was when BTS's Love Yourself Her album was released. Mm. He posted a photo of his delivery truck and the renovations happening in his flower shop. This truck and shop appears in the notes, mm-hmm. and we see it during BTS's highlight reel. So, and we also see a photo of Jin posing with what they called a Smeraldo flower on Twitter. And I think that's like one of the major, major key things that ARMY references, like that yeah. Jin Selka. Because <laughs> yeah. when you first see, when we first saw it back then, it was like, what flower is this? <laughs> right? We're all like, is what? Like, the Smeraldo flowers is not real. It's actually a fictional yeah. flower. <laughs> So that's why it's everyone on Twitter flower, was, yeah. like, confused. We're like, what? Because he even posted the caption, like, Smeraldo Flowers, right? Smeraldo like Flower, yeah. And if you guys, like, search for it, it's going to blow your minds because it's like he's holding a bouquet. And this is Jin. And if you guys look back at the highlight reels, like, mm-hmm. Jin is also holding a bouquet of flowers. So, like, this is all, like, genius. (laughs) It was. I know this whole blog was just so well done and it just, like, Mm -hmm. really throws you off. It makes things feel, like, realistic in a way because it's, like, an actual blog. But um, this blog posted a total of, like, nine stories Mm -hmm. and eventually this blog gets deleted and it goes offline after a comeback so it kind of like goes yes. away it comes back which is like that's why when it comes back we're like oh my god is something gonna happen <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> but the the interesting thing is that the first time it was deleted and then um it was brought back after a while was before another comeback mm-hmm. as well but this time the nine stories were reposted and re-uploaded but it was changed a little bit and mm-hmm. that was because it was reflecting the time travel that happened in the Pangtan universe. So, yeah. you know, like the first time the blog was posted, it talked about how Sukjin was trying to order the Smeralda flowers for the girl and, you know, have it ready for delivery. Mm-hmm. But then if you guys have watched the highlight reel, you'll find out what happens after <laughs> he tries to give the oh, flowers to her. Yeah. Uh, so... After that, when it was everything was like reposted, basically showed that he did time travel, but this time around, mm-hmm. he never came back to order the flowers. So Sukjin wasn't in the blogs the second time around. Because, mm-hmm. yes, so it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, right now, the blog is like blank, though. There's like nothing on there right now. So. There's nothing, but it reopened. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, like, w- when, when this happens... Army takes notice and it's like, uh, guys, the Smeraldo <laughs> blog is back up. And, <laughs> and BTS have been quiet. I know. So, what goes on up in here? What is going on? What, what is going on, right? So, I mean, we're not trying to scare you guys, but I'm scaring myself right now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely is something to get you excited. Uh-huh. This is but like giving uh, us giving you this background about the Smeralda blog is that like this is not just something made up. Like yeah. this is this has history and it has a pattern and for it to be reopened even if it's blank like Roseanne said, it it means something. Mm-hmm. So, like like we said something is brewing, something is cooking, something is happening. 
because it's open and it has a lot of connections with the Bangtan universe. Now, um, it could be for the new album. It could be that they release a new highlight reel, maybe something yes, to continue please. on with the story. Oof. Cause when, when the love yourself era started, it was like, it was like a bomb. Like right. A bomb. Like everything was like, what is going on? <laughs> Actors of the year. Like, sorry. Yeah. Like the highlight reels is one of my favorite, like even the, the Winx film. So BTS is known mm. for putting mm-hmm. out like little films, like the prologue that they had and then the, yeah, the Winx yeah, films yeah. and then the highlight reel. So we don't know mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of low key. I'm just hoping that they do release something similar to those highlight reels and i think that's what oh it's leading God. up to because uh, we still have speculations that the next album won't drop until like october right because mm-hmm, of gin mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't even know yeah and that's another thing like it's always gin huh like it revolves and it makes sense though because he is like the protagonist yeah. in this universe so for him to be the one that like spoiled it a bit but again we don't know if that yeah. is confirmed we're just right. going off of what he said but Mm -hmm. we don't know if that's actually the month that we're gonna get another comeback true but if it was roseanne i did some math oh okay okay Uh going off of by uh map of the soul seven um we got the announcement in january Mm -hmm. i if i'm not mistaken we got black swan in the middle of january and then we got the Time no well we got the timeline actually before Black Swan so let me correct that the timeline so it if it's gonna be like a full month or maybe a month and a half in advance then that would mean going on October that would be maybe August September maybe Um, the end of August we get something maybe Um, um, it all depends on when it would be in October actually we don't know. But say it's in the middle of October, it would maybe be in the middle or towards the end of August, beginning of September that we get something. Oh, wait, we have to check, though, because when did Highlight Reel drop? When did the first Highlight Reel drop before? Because it was months before. Hold up, let me Google. Right? Because her was DNA. Yes, DNA was her. Let me see. Oh, this is exciting. We're like Googling live on the episode. (laughs) Okay, let me see. (laughs) The blog itself was created on July 4, 2017. The crazy Mm -hmm. thing is that this is basic this blog reopened but on July 6th of 2020. And I Mm -hmm. think they posted maybe like a month after that. And Mm -hmm. then the highlight reel came out a month after and then their comeback after. So, so, so yeah, like if it were to follow a similar pattern, I think it would have to start after the Japanese release because remember we do have the Japanese album this month of July. So Mm -hmm. they're probably busy, you know, with promoting that and performances or just promoting it. Um, and the release of course, um, which we'll be covering as well. I'm so excited for that as well, (laughs) but obviously they're not gonna overlap new information with that. So if anything were to come out in July, it would have to be towards the end of July. Um, and if nothing comes out, then something like a post on the blog would be next month, which is August. And then maybe we'll get something in September for it to align with October. Now, that is going off of October. If for some reason they're like, we can speed it up, (laughs) they could come back September like they did back in 2017. So, I mean, 
with Big Hit and BTS, you just never know. Yep. Like, these things are not just coincidence. Like, these things... They time all perfect. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lord. And I'm I'm ready for it. But at the same time, I'm not ready. <laughs> but bring it on. But hopefully we explained it um, a bit better, guys, if you didn't know about Smeraldo. Or if you didn't have any questions about it. But in mm-hmm. case, you know, you still have any questions or doubts, you can simply Google Smeraldo Flower BTS and you'll find. And I'm sure uh, Roseanne has videos on this explaining it as well. So if you want to. Oh, yeah. Maybe say the title of your name, Susan, so that way our listeners know. So the title of the video, it's not like super updated because this was like a year ago. It's called BTS mm-hmm. Theory, Jin's mm-hmm. Secret, Smeraldo. So just type in XLS Smeraldo and it should be the first video. <laughs> so those were the updates for today, you guys. Now it is time to start our Love Army segment where we read Yay. letters written by you guys and... If you do want to submit your letter or voice recording, please email them to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. Don't feel discouraged if we haven't read your letter yet because we could always read them in our future episodes. Yes, so we have one letter for you guys today, and this is from Darcy. And Darcy says, hello, Roseanne and Jose. I'm so happy to see my favorite theorist reactors doing a podcast together. I discovered BTS through a reaction video of Blood, Sweat, and Tears in my recommended, and from then on, it was like a roller coaster. I was drawn to BTS initially because the content was so brand new to me, but then I recognized how hardworking individually they are and as a team. They had so much depth in their music and wrote songs that genuinely connected people. I loved that their work had openly been inspired by literature and art. And of course, the creation of BTS's universe storyline was something that blew my mind. Big hit or geniuses. They were unlike anything I've seen. It was official. After the Wikipedia research and watching ARMY content videos on BTS, I stand them and became ARMY. From then on, they've helped me through a hard time in school and constantly helped evaluate myself to just become a better person overall. Loving BTS was one of the best decisions I've made. Thanks for reading my letter. I purple you guys from Tharsi. Thank you, Tharsi. Thank you. And thank you so much that you mentioned that you were your favorite theorist reactors. Yeah, it means a lot to us. And it's just, yes. I don't know, like you mm-hmm. listening to our podcast, but also watching our videos. Like we really appreciate your support. So thank you so much for that. Yes, thank you, Tharsi. Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. Not only does Himalaya have tons of cool features like curated podcast playlists and collections along with personalized recommendations, but our brand new members-only version of this, Interlude Army Plus, is only available on the Himalaya app. When you become a member of Interlude Army Plus, you'll get all ad-free, exclusive episodes, giveaways, and more. You'll even get these episodes a day early. And the best part is, Interlude Army Plus is available for just $4.99 a month. So download Himalaya and join Interlude Army Plus today. Welcome back to Interlude Army. Today we have Rebecca from Bangtan, Brazil. Please welcome Rebecca. Yay! If you could go ahead and introduce yourself. 
please. Hi, uh, I'm Rebecca. I am 25 years old and I am from Bantam, Brazil. We are the first Brazilian fan base since pre-debut. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, Giovanna, she was the one who created it. She was like 15, I guess. <laughs> she went on Twitter and was like, hey, does anyone want to join me? Uh, Bantam fan base. And I think like three or four people joined her. But then here in 2000, uh, more than 30 members. Wow, 30 yeah. members now. That is crazy. You know, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us for today's episode. But you said this, this fan base was created pre-debut, so before BTS debuted, basically. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for inviting us. Uh, we were really flattered. Pre-debut. I think she created it in March 2013. Wow. 29th of March 2013. 13. They were releasing their videos on YouTube, like their vlogs, their little vlogs. Uh -huh. She started liking BTS since the very beginning. But the, uh, our fan base, like, members come and go, you know? <laughs> and today, uh, she's still with us, Giovanna, but the rest of the crew, I guess, it's not there. It's completely different. Oh, wow. I joined in 2017, oh, okay. but I'm still here. <laughs> so the people that started off like with Giovanna, like the original crew is basically now gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, gone. I think they still like BTS, mm -hmm. but being a fan base like that, it's like a job. It's, I mean, we have tons of things to do oh, right yeah, for sure and i guess people come and go because their lives change <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> for sure yeah yeah because this is done out of all like voluntarily so yes it's purely for love for them yeah we could totally see that and uh it's it's understandable you know like people if they have to leave for whatever reason it's not because they just stop supporting bts it's because you know unfortunately whatever their life you know took them another direction yeah. they don't have enough time to oh, dedicate yeah. you know and and you guys mentioned that or you mentioned that there's like 30 people who are volunteering to be part of pangtan brazil but um do you guys have like different departments or different roles or how does yeah. how's the workflow for you guys mm -hmm. Yes, we have a subtitle team, mm -hmm. a website team, translation team, design <laughs> team, and then there's the administrators that it's me, it's Caroline, and it's Gigi, Giovanna, the one who mm -hmm. created the fan base. Yeah, each one of us is responsible for a team. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for the website and translation sometimes but caroline is is responsible for translation and design and giovanna's uh responsible for subtitles we have these teams and we communicate through slack <laughs> yeah oh, and slack. it's it's a it's a job yeah true. it's a full-on job <laughs> true. have you guys ever like had the chance to meet in person or do you guys know each other personally yeah, the, the concert was the, the time that we met. Oh, uh, not every single one of us, mm -hmm. but I think it was even more special to me because I got to meet the people that I work with every day, but we became friends 
like we actually got barricade at oh my like oh my all of us <laughs> like 10 people oh, that's so cool <laughs> it was so yeah it was cool and it was again i don't think another thing could bring so much people together like that mm -hmm. that's right it's a job but it's also a friendship i think if we weren't friends we wouldn't be able to work the way we do mm. ah, uh -huh. because we support each other and we help each other so yeah as a fan base for Brazilian armies or for Bangtan Brazil specifically, mm -hmm. uh, what would you say are your goals or your fan base goals as, as Bangtan Brazil? What we really love to do mm -hmm. is the language barrier. Mm. We like to break it yeah. <laughs> because a lot, of, uh, a lot of things now, they come in English, but not a lot of people in Brazil know English oh. to the point they can read an interview or listen to them talking and mm -hmm. uh, they don't understand so i think breaking that barrier is our goal always well that's really nice because i went um on your twitter page and i saw like translations for um posts and everything so it's nice how you guys are kind of the bridge between yeah. um, bts and just um and you yeah i guess that's really the bridge <laughs> Bridge Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> Bridge Brazil, I love it. I got it. Hey, that's about a name. <laughs> well, I I'm curious to know, though, how did you discover BTS and what made you a fan? So, my girlfriend, she discovered BTS through a friend. Mm -hmm. And she always was like, when she likes something, she pushes to me until I like it with her. Oh. <laughs> So she discovered BTS and she was like, look, you're going to love it. And it was the day Run MV was released. Oh, and I watched that and I was like, that's that's a story. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. I just loved it. And then we started digging further. It was the ending of 2015. Wow. But I guess I really became an army like the first of 2016. Because I watched a DVD and I was like, okay, yeah, I like them. <laughs> I really, really like them. <laughs> now, I'm curious to know, do you have a bias or or not? <laughs> yeah, my bias is Jimmy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Has it always been Jimin or um, did you have a first a bias at first? Does it change? I, I mean, it's Jimmy, but sugar. <laughs> and then I, I, I'm like... Sugar Jimmy, no Jimmy, sugar. Then it's like Yumi, Yumi is fine. <laughs> but I think in my my ultimate bias is Jimmy. Gosh. It was him with that uh, orange hair. <laughs> he he called my name and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you think was one of the key things that made BTS popular in Brazil? It was in a time that like there was no competition for them. Mm. You know, when Direction was over, people were like in this limbo, not knowing where to go. Mm -hmm. And then K-pop started, started uh, getting popular worldwide, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that it was that time in Brazil, people started discovering. And a lot of reaction channels were, were reacting to Dope. Mm -hmm. Dope was what made them popular in brazil i guess oh that's awesome that's actually my first video ever that was my introduction <laughs> yeah. to bts so that's 
that's a connection there that I have with Brazil yeah. then that that was what yeah, yeah I think a lot <laughs> of us but uh, BTS was they came to they came to Brazil before though that's the right. first time they came to Brazil was in 2014, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I, I didn't know them at the time. Yeah. I guess they really came because the, the fan base was, I, I mean, we are still passionate, but at the time it was less people and maybe they were louder because of that. I don't know. <laughs> They're really united. <laughs> so they came. <laughs> yeah. I think the different bases, the internet was really what made them popular here. Um, how popular is BTS in Brazil now? I mean, do you see ads, posters, or like their merch at stores? There's like bootleg merch. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no official official stores for merch here. Mm. When you buy something, you have to do it through the internet. Mm -hmm. oh. So I guess that's why you don't see like you don't go at the store and you buy an album. That's not happening yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we are really passionate about making that happen. I guess I think they are really popular because the other day I was at the bus before pre-corona. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was at the bus and I had I was wearing a shirt, a BTS shirt. And the woman that was sitting next to me started talking to me because her daughter liked it. And I'm like, I, I, I don't live in a, I don't live in Sao Paulo. I live in a really small town, Southern Brazil. So that was shocking to me that they are popular to that extent. And other, another time that I felt like they are really popular mm -hmm. was when they released their first movie. Oh, okay. Burn the stage. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. we're burn the stage. They, they are all BTS. I keep I keep mixing up. Burn the stage. Bring the stage. I know. Bring the stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, but anyway, that cinema was so crowded with army. Mm -hmm. I I got really shocked because I didn't know that they were that popular, and they truly are. Every session was sold out. It was full. Wow. So. Yeah, they are really popular. <laughs> it, it, it amazes me because when I just found out about them, they were, weren't really that popular. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, in uh, Brazil, like, do they get any news coverage? Um, do you guys get your news like on TV? Or, or is that something that Bangtan Brazil is also trying to bridge in? No, it's being shared a lot. There's a lot of pop music, pop culture websites. Mm -hmm. And they, they all make news about BTS, about their achievements, everything. Mm -hmm. We have a website, Bantam Brazil. Mm -hmm. It's uh, bantam.com.br. <laughs> yeah, we translate news, we translate interviews and stuff, but they get coverage, like official coverage. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, when they came to Brazil last year, mm -hmm. they did a stadium. Yeah. It was when media looked at them and were like, okay, I'll get their clicks. <laughs> Got it, yeah. So, so, yeah, anything BTS with that verified account on Twitter, mm -hmm. it's, it, it gets their retweets, it gets their likes. So they, they really cover oh, things okay. about them. That's good to I hear. Mean, I, I think the, the bigger newsletter, Mm -hmm. Brazil is G1, G1, and they are they have these branches like pop, uh, movies, etc. Mm -hmm. So 
So yeah, they they always cover them things about them. I think it's okay, and yeah, they also do interviews sometimes. The other day, I gave an interview because they wanted to know what K-pop and BTS. How did that relate to politics? Mm. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, and, and I did that interview and I was like, wow, where <laughs> am I going to with this? Oh, wow. <laughs> what are gonna, when are they going to post that interview? Do you uh, know? I don't know yet. Okay. I, I have to ask, ask her, but okay. I can send it to you through email. Yeah, <laughs> send it to us. We'd, wanna, we'd love to watch it. Yeah, that's really interesting because it's like, so, so, like I've never... I've never seen it, uh, you know, addressed that way. Those like, yeah. how does K-pop and BTS relate to politics? Like, I, I mean, it's just maybe my my own like what I see on my timeline and stuff. I just don't. I've never seen that, so that's very interesting that they mm-hmm. reached out to you. Yeah, for that. I thought it was really cool too because they are a political group. I guess they are truly since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So when someone that isn't inside the fandom. Mm-hmm. sees that i i think it's really cool when a general public here hears about bts the first thing they think about oh they just t- do music they just dance or they just dance and sing yeah not necessarily have anything to do with like politics or just uh have their own opinion basically but um you know bts has always had a message since mm-hmm. the beginning and i'm glad that you know people have reached out to you and talk about this type of topic yeah yeah you look nice (laughs) (laughs) also no wait i just remember Uh when they gave their un speech Uh yeah another newsletter came over to ask us to talk about that and when they came to brazil we did a little meetup a day before the concert mm-hmm. and there was media coverage <laughs> like there was cameras and people filming us and like the see this is their fans and we're like okay <laughs> wow. it gets it gets a little crazy here <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure but yeah you guys have just always been so passionate and mm-hmm. i feel like that's like when i think of brazilian army or uh, armies in brazil Immediately, I think of your guys' love, passion, and how you guys sing your hearts out during oh, yeah. concerts. I was wondering, I, I heard before that this is part of your guys' like, culture. Is, yes. is that true? Like, Yes. Brazilians are passionate and loud, I guess, <laughs> with everything. I think it starts with maybe football, sports, mm, yeah. but it's everything. Like, ever, any show, mm-hmm. any concert that you go and it's an international artist or a national artist, mm-hmm. there would be loud cheering. <laughs> and I guess that's, yeah, that's our thing. <laughs> so when when it's BTS, it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity to see them. Mm-hmm. I think we scream even louder, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they like it. They always said how much they like how much we scream. Oh, yeah. That's true. The DVD where they covered the Wings Tour. The Wings Tour. Yeah, I was about to mention that one. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. And Suga said, it's like we are in Seoul. Yeah. (laughs) Which was crazy because we don't know any Korean. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Because when you guys sing, it's crazy. You guys know all the lyrics. Every single lyric. Even the raps, which are like so hard for me. Oh, my God. I saw that. (laughs) 
I saw you guys were rapping to like Sugar's verse, and I was mind blown because <laughs> I'm yeah. struggling to learn like the simplest lyrics <laughs> to them. So I think I think when when it's a crowd singing, it might sound like we know every word, but like for me, mm-hmm. I was just babbling. <laughs> I was I don't know any Korean. I was just blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people they we really try to learn before mm-hmm. the concert. There are like channels that have Romanized words. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh. yeah, they were sharing like, listen, we have to sing louder at, I don't know, Tisal because the other country didn't, so we have to. And then there were like, <laughs> there were like papers <laughs> with the Romanized lyrics so we could memorize and sing at the time. <laughs> Yeah, but we were allowed in every single song. Yeah. I, I think during Epiphany. Mm. Oh my gosh, yes. When Jin stopped singing <laughs> and we continued singing the chorus. It was crazy. I remember that. Oh, I remember watching videos of that. And that's like, I wish one of my uh, bucket list things to do is to, to attend a BTS concert in Brazil. Like that's my wow. my wish. <laughs> from seeing all the bad oh yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I would say it's pretty unique. It's amazing. I, every time I watch my videos from the concert mm-hmm. and I hear people singing, I get you. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's too good. <laughs> now, aside from the concert, what, what, what's the environment like going to a show in Brazil, a BTS concert in, in Brazil, like with armies and like, talking and stuff like that like do, did you meet any other armies from other countries or anything like that oh yeah yeah the the days before the concert mm-hmm. it's like this huge party wow. oh yeah. yeah because when they come they always go to sao paulo there's no other concerts in other cities mm. yet maybe in the future <laughs> i hope <laughs> but anyways um so i was there and I was waiting in line mm-hmm. and I got sound check. <sighs> yeah. Nice. Wow. So I was waiting in line and there was like a Peruvian people behind me mm-hmm. and Argentinian people in front of me. And it, I mean, South America came to their concert, like everyone came, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't just Brazilians at the concert. Yeah. There was a lot of other South Americans. I think sense. that's really nice because can you think about other things that makes people come together like that? I can't think about anything. Yeah. <laughs> Just BTS. <Yeah. laughs> Just music and their music power. Music is I universal, guess. totally. And, you know, BTS, I think we all share that message that, like, there's no language barrier. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's why we also have fan bases for, like, you guys translate, and that's what helps connect us even more because there's already a connection with the music. You feel it and the guys and their personalities, but then. Once you understand the lyrics and the meaning behind the songs, it's like that connection is, it just gets yeah. stronger, you know? <laughs> yes. When we get comments like people thanking us for translating, it really warms, warms my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes me so happy that I'm, I'm bringing, I mean, I understand what they're saying when there's English uh, subtitles. Mm-hmm. But then I translate someone and that person maybe needed to read that and they thank us it's it's i really like it <laughs> it's it's worth all the all the work that you guys put yes. into it especially yes. if it's voluntarily 
and I think that's another thing that's amazing about um, armies around the world is that uh, we keep each other all connected and not only BTS keeps us together but ARMY Mm -hmm. um, we're like a family I I love interviewing uh, fan bases from different countries and one Mm -hmm. thing I noticed that you all have in common is just the love you guys have for BTS and also the bond that you have with each other like the the family feels like family I said that's like so many times already (laughs) but you know (laughs) know what I mean (laughs) well because it's true so it it makes sense That's exactly it. <laughs> now, for those who are listening and would like to stay updated with Bangtan Brazil, where could they follow you um, on your social media? Like, what, where are you on, on all social medias and what are your handles? We are, okay, Twitter at BTS and OMBR mm. underscore. It's in English, it's underscore, right? Oh, yes. On Twitter, we are uh, at BTS underscore BR. On Instagram, we are btsbr1306. Mm-hmm. We have um, a subtitle channel on YouTube where we do subtitles in Portuguese from their Bantam Bombs and their, nice. their other interviews. But the name is Bantam Brazil Legendas, okay. which is subtitles in Portuguese, ah. Bantam Brasil Legendas. <laughs> okay, and we are also, we have a website where we translate articles, news, interviews, we post all of their pictures from Facebook, uh, ads, everything is there. Mm-hmm. It's bantam.com.br. I think we have Facebook too. Yeah, we have. It's facebook.com slash Brasil. <laughs> for the armies who are listening um do you have any message for them or messages for them i guess i want to say like uh, thank you for supporting us for seven years we are together with bts for seven years mm-hmm. and it's uh, sometimes it's a struggle mm-hmm. <laughs> but people who support us uh, they're what makes us continue doing that mm-hmm. I mean, it's our love for BTS, and it's the love we get from armies. So thank you. (laughs) Very true. No, thank you so much, Rebecca, for joining us on today's podcast or today's episode. Mm -hmm. Like, it's nice how you made some uh, made time for us. So we really yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting us. We got so excited (laughs) when the invitation came. Yeah, and and I. Started to listening to the podcast before you invited us, and I really, really like it. Oh, wow. oh thank you so much! Yeah, thank you. You made me a fan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think my favorite was was the last episode. No, the one before that with the UCLA interview. Oh. I think it was my favorite episode. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, they interviewed the UCLA band and their director, <laughs> and then they were going to interview me, and I'm like, nobody. Oh, no, don't think <laughs> oh, that. No. No. <laughs> you mean a lot. So take care, though, Rebecca. Thank you so much again. Yes, thank you so much. So what did you think about this episode, Roseanne, and our interview? It was fun because this is actually my first time sitting down and speaking to um, a Brazilian army because mm-hmm. I would watch a lot of their fan cams and it's amazing. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen like fan chants or concerts, 
uh, of BTS concerts in Brazil, like you should look that up on YouTube because it blows your mind. So it was Definitely. awesome to hear like what's going on there and like what's going on there and why they're so like passionate, you know? How about you? Yes. And I loved how Rebecca explained that. Like, I just love how every guest actually, uh, they mentioned like the connection and the message and how music is universal and yes. BTS are making us and letting us connect through their music and through their message. And no matter where you are, where you come from, it's just, we all have share that love and connection. Mm -hmm. And like you, I, I've never talked to, I'm sure I'm sure I've chatted with uh, Brazilian Army on Twitter um, online or on YouTube in comments, but actually talked to someone. I'd never done that before. Mm -hmm. So it was a first for me as well. And uh, it was just exciting, you know, to learn more about what goes on in Brazil and like for yeah. Brazilian armies, how how much uh, they love, you know, BTS. Very true. I hope that we get to interview more. Uh, fan bases from around the world because I believe we've, we've done Philippines yeah. and so we have to do more countries. Mm -hmm. So to stay updated with us, please follow us on Twitter at Interlude Army PD. Again, that's Interlude Army PD. And our IG, you guys, it just opened recently. It is mm -hmm. also called Interlude Army PD. So if you want to send us any feedback or letters, please email us at interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. That is interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. So that was our episode for this week. Make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and have an amazing week, you guys. Thank you so much, Army, for listening. Thank you. Catch you next week. Thank you, Roseanne. Thank you, Roseanne. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.